hundred years in the future, the Earth has been destroyed. Yet, civilization thrives in a Martian utopia of nerds. But that is the future. Yeah, utopia is gonna have to wait. This is Nerding Out with Ravy. And welcome to an all new Nerding Out. We got the crew here. Courtney's here, and Randy, and Cameron. Hey, And we're still doing the Netflix grab bag. This week, we're going to review the Netflix shows that we drew last week. And uh, so, this is the way we're going to do it. I've numbered the shows, and we'll just pick, you know, numbers, and that person will review their show. Uh, with the caveat that uh, Cameron's review of The Ranch is going to be last. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling it's really going to be something. Looking forward to it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we're all <laughs> looking forward to it, believe me. Um, before we start, a couple of Netflix-related things. Very upset that they cut the Joel McHale show featuring oh, Joel McHale. I know. That is a one and done. And um, I'm interested. Uh, Menace had like a like an interesting take. Believe it or not. Mm -hmm. uh, he thinks it wasn't renewed because he uses clips from basic bitch shows. And that maybe Netflix wants to be a little bit more highbrow instead of a show that uses clips from, like, Basketball Wives. Hmm. I don't know. Are I they trying to find, like, some John Oliver type? I don't know. I just a... don't know. Aside from the David Letterman uh -huh. uh, show, I don't... Uh, what is it called again? My Next Guest? Needs yeah. No Introduction. Needs No Introduction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Aside from that show, I don't know that talk shows are going to work on mm -hmm. on Netflix at all. I yeah. think, I think you you're know? right there because Netflix, to me... It's just a binge mentality. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you want everything to drop at once and you want to take as much in it as you can. And if you hate it, then you stop watching. So, right. you know, the first series of Joel McHale shows dropped weekly. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the way the Michelle Wolf show dropped as well, yeah. weekly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, and I think that's what it is. It's mm -hmm. like Netflix, put it all there. We want to binge it. And when it doesn't go that way, I don't, they haven't been as successful. They weren't successful yeah. with Chelsea Handler either, you know, and she was a big name. Chelsea a lately big swing, yeah. had, a, you know, a really big audience that just didn't transfer over to yeah. Netflix. But <laughs> Joel McHale, I'm sorry. Still love you. Still have a massive crush on you. <laughs> and he is still part of a show on Netflix, Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah. So he keeps that's that right, job. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. Uh, Cameron, did you notice? Did anyone hit us up on social telling us uh, what shows they liked Ooh, on they Netflix? Did. Mm -hmm. Let's Stand hear. Bye. Let, let's hear about that. The biggest one I saw on there, Peaky Blinders. Oh, okay. Peaky Blinders. There is a ton of love for Peaky Blinders. That's one of my yeah. reviews. So much love um, for Peaky, Peaky Blinders. Blinders. Dark. Okay. Which That's, I think. Yeah. Who's reviewing re that? Me. Courtney. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then a couple people were talking about Disenchantment. Okay. Which I still, Ravy, did you end up watching I haven't any seen of that? any of it yet. I've, I've seen an episode. Randy's seen it. What? One episode? Yeah, one episode. Okay. I liked it. Yeah, it's good. It's fun. It's really it's um, refreshing. It, it's really in the middle of the road. It yeah. has a sixty-one percent from critics on Rotten Tomatoes oh, really? and oh. a seventy-two percent from the audience. I mean, mm. that's not going to scare me off. I'm definitely going to no. check it out. But the reviews yeah. aren't out of the gate awesome like I thought they might be. Mm -hmm. And then The Punisher, okay, was mm -hmm. getting a ton of love as well. Interesting. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> I haven't tried the Punisher. Like I said last time, I haven't tried any of those Marvel shows. If they would extend the day by like 10 hours a day, <laughs> I'm sure I would be caught up. You know what but I've noticed? There's so many now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've noticed for a lot of these Netflix shows, the ones that kind of get like the least promotion end up being the best. Like some of the best right, shows I've seen. People just find it yeah, out of the, nowhere. Some yeah. of the best shows I've seen yeah. on Netflix, I didn't even know they existed. Yeah, like social stumble, media. Exactly. I just stumbled on them and I'm like, dude, yeah. this is really good. Yeah. All right, so we have uh, numbered all the shows, one through seven, like I said, with The Ranch being last. So the first review is going to show number five, and Randy, that is Ravenous. Oh, great. (laughs) Tell us what you thought about Ravenous. It has an 87% from critics on Rotten Tomato, but a 57% from the audience. Yeah, and I I will gladly explain why. So Ravenous is a zombie movie, and it's very... It's very special because it takes place in Quebec. Okay. So everyone speaks French Canadian. Mm-hmm. And when the movie starts, the zombie the zombie apocalypse, quote unquote, has already started. So you you kind of just fall in. You meet some mm-hmm. characters who do who are already, I guess, professionals or they already know how to survive. survive. Like okay. Solve it. It's a very slow, quiet movie. Like these zombies are very peculiar because they've learned how to trap people. So oh. sometimes, like one of the scenes, one of the characters uh, ends up dying. Shocker, you know, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Because he sees <laughs> uh, he sees somebody that he knew standing in like a road with her daughter, but they're, they're obviously zombies. And then he notices up in the trees there are these kids, and these <gasps> kids like uh. yeah, these kids like jump down. It's this like group of kids chasing after them, zombie kids trying to eat them. That's creepy. Oh wow. Yeah, and these zombies are very strange because they scream, they <gasps> oh, they God. run. No. Nope. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I'm out. Good I'm God. out. But it's hard to t- it's hard to be scared of French Canadian people. So it's subtitled. <laughs> yeah, it's subtitled. Okay. And it's just like, mm. I mean, uh, it's it's very very slow and it's mm. very very quiet. So do do the scares come out of nowhere? <laughs> he keeps saying French Canadian. I'm just not used to French Canadian people. In French Canadian <laughs> <laughs> I have an aunt who lives in Montreal, but that's about it. I mean, okay. they just speak French. No, but the, the, the zombies. <laughs> The zombie, you always know where the zombies are. It's not very, it's mm-hmm. not a lot of jump scares. It's more like it messes with your head. It's yeah, just, it but the strangest <laughs> thing, the strangest thing of this entire movie is these zombies have developed this system in which they did, like, they build, they build like these shrines almost. Yeah. Okay. It like, sounds like Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. So towards the end of the movie, there's this big old stack of chairs and it represents each zombie has like a piece of, uh, I guess like piece of whatever material that they put on top of it. And by looking at it, you get the sh- you understand how many zombies are in the area. Ah. Like this tower is ginormous, which means that's how many zombies are in the area. Like they they hang around it like it's some sort of like religious shrine. It's hmm. really weird. Yeah. Huh? So w- like a- would you recommend it or no? I mean, if you're into horror movies, if you're into zombies, it's worth checking out. But huh. it's a very slow, depressing movie. Sounds like okay. a thinker. Like okay. when you watch Yay. a zombie movie, you mm. think because nobody explains what's going on. Like yeah, nobody explains they just how drop it happened. You in and, uh-huh. Nobody explains how it happens. Nobody explains why these zombies are doing these things. That's it. And yeah. So I mean, if I had to rate it out of a hundred, okay, I'm giving it probably like a fifty, roughly around a fifty something. Okay. It's like you're in there with the audience. Though. Yeah. I totally okay. get. I totally understand why. Okay. Sounds it's ravenous. Ravenous. With, with Randy. Ravenous zombies. Next is number one, and that's mine. That is a series of unfortunate events. Oh, yes. And it really? has a 97% from critics on Rotten really? Tomatoes and an 82% from the audience. Wow. Now, if you're familiar wow. with the books, there's 13 of them. And the way they're rolling out this show is that they do two episodes per book. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's been a season one, okay. a season two, and then they're going to wrap it up season three with seven more episodes. Did you read the books, Ravy? Uh, yeah, I've read them, and it's a really great interpretation. Um, 
the Baudelaire orphans, Violet, Klaus, and Sonny, mm-hmm. the, they're characters um, who you have genuine worry for. You know, when you're reading books, like all the kids in Harry Potter, you had genuine worry for totally. them. Yeah. Katniss, you had genuine worry for her. Yeah. Um, Game of Thrones characters <laughs> who you love, you have genuine worry for them. And so that's kind of what reading uh, the uh, Lemony Snicket books are all about. And these kids, their parents die, or did they? Uh, you know, and they go to live with the awful, horrid Count Olaf, mm-hmm. played to perfection by Neil Patrick Harris. And he also sings uh, the theme song. So if you haven't heard the theme song, it is awesome. Check this out. So I knew I was going to like it right away. Show will wreck your evening, your whole life, and your day. Every single episode is nothing but dismay. So look away, look away, look away. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, that's the point of the books, because Lemony Snicket, the narrator, is always like, you should close this book. You shouldn't be reading this. You shouldn't be watching this, because this is tragic. Uh, The narrator, Patrick Warburton, who is fantastic. In this, so I watched uh, the first two episodes, the first book, A Bad Beginning, and I have already launched into watching more. I loved it that much. Rip. Barry Soddenfeld, he directed uh, at least these first couple. I'm not sure if he continues, but he brought it. Uh, Joan <laughs> Cusack is the judge in the first uh, like couple episodes, so that was great. I think everybody's great in it. I loved it, and I will keep watching it. Like That's I said, exciting. I have I have pressed on. I Good. have to watch. I love yeah. the books. Yeah. And if you love the books, you're definitely going to like this. I mean, there's, of course, some people bitching about it, but there's always going to be. Things are never the books, you know, except in the rare exception of Game of Thrones, where I think the show's better than the books. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, if you dig it, the books, and you want something fun and interesting and just these over-the-top characters, you guys are going to love a series of unfortunate events. What did you think of the Jim Carrey movie? It was terrible. Yeah, it was, it was awful. awful. Yeah, <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> exactly. That excites me. Yeah, because yeah, I never, Check it out. I had no interest in watching that show. Me either. But now I kind of do. Yeah. yeah. Check it out. Rip. Up next, number three, and that is River, which was watched by Courtney. Yep. This has a hundred percent from critics on Rotten Jeez. Tomatoes and a ninety-four percent from the audience. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's a British cop show, so I was already in. Okay. Uh it's about this detective who witnesses his partner witnesses her murder. Okay. And it really messes with him. Um, I see. I don't know if I should mix their spoilers. Have you guys seen river yet? Well, I just know the, the basic premise, like you're saying. Yeah. Uh huh. And like, he's very, very messed up. I know that. Yeah. So he's going through some, some mental issues and Mm -hmm. you find out that some people that he's talking to aren't what they seem. Mm -hmm. Um, I watched this after I watched my other show, so I had set aside some time for me to watch two episodes of each. Mm-hmm. But I got so involved in the first one that I didn't leave myself enough time. So I only watched the first episode of River. Okay. But I'm into it. Yeah. Is that something you would continue watching? Yeah. It's dark. It's a little depressing. It's sad. Mm-hmm. But it's a good mystery. <laughs> I want to know what the hell is going, going on. on. So I'm definitely, definitely going to keep watching. Love good mysteries. I mean, and you know, Stellan Skarsgård. So He's you know. incredible. Yeah. He is Oh God! I felt so bad for the poor bastard watching it. Like, yeah. I really felt for him. So I'm kind of curious to see where he ends up. I definitely watch more than one episode. Yeah, River coming at you. River. 
Uh, number seven, and that would be American Vandal. Oh, yeah. Viewed by Cameron. <laughs> okay. American Vandal. So mm-hmm. I am a huge fan of The Office. And yeah. one of the things I like most about it is the mockumentary style that they did mm-hmm. the show in. And normally uh, when it comes to like spoof, satire, things like that, it can kind of turn like really cheesy, corny, horrible, right. you know, low production value, et mm-hmm. cetera. If you've seen any of the... Uh, what are the Scream movies even? Yeah. And stuff like that. Or any uh, of those yeah. goofy spin-offs. Spoofs, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're usually terrible looking. Well, American Vandal mm-hmm. changes it all. Uh-huh. I really, really like it. Um, it's, if you've ever seen Making a Murderer, <laughs> yes. it is Gosh. like Making a Murderer, but the premise is uh, in a high school, they're trying to, to figure out who drew a bunch of penises right. on <laughs> cars in the uh-huh. parking lot. Uh-huh. And uh, it takes itself like there's it, there's obviously that's funny, right? But it takes itself so seriously in the style mm-hmm. that it completely kills it in the best way. Like <laughs> I, it's so hard to describe, but everything is done right. Like the writing is really good, the comedy is really good, but they have all the nuances of the filmmaking too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it makes it so effing good. Mm-hmm. What do you try to so say that women wouldn't like it? Do you agree I with that? I disagree. I, I disagree. I I'm disagree. a woman who watched it, and it's yeah. so okay. funny. Why? Because it, there's a bunch of I dicks on cars. Right. No, I mean it's stupid humor. But yeah. <laughs> women okay. Women like stupid humor too. It does have a 98% from critics on Rotten Tomatoes wow. and an 87% from the audience. Yeah, it I've only so heard good, good things about that show. It's funny. It's so good, and and they do a bunch of cool characters, and I don't know that Randy. I think you'd be mega into it. Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't gotten around to it because literally everybody that I know mm-hmm. has said they've seen it and they said they liked it, so. It's so, so fun. So you're in for season two? Absolutely. Coming at you on September 14th. The turd burglar. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yes, into it. <laughs> Up next, number four, Courtney, that's Dark, which has an 87% from critics and a 92% from the audience. Curious about this one. I'm with the audience, Me I loved too. it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the one that I watched too many episodes of, so I didn't have time. Okay. Ooh. Because I couldn't stop watching it. How I, many did you go through? I got through three. Okay. Uh, it's a German show, so it's dubbed, so that took a little bit to get used to. They're oh, obviously so they speaking dub German, in English. but yeah. they dub in English. Okay. And they only oh, put um, the captions if there's if there's German writing, so you need to know what it says. Okay. Like, the what they're reading. It was weird at first, okay. but the voices seem to match the characters. That's mm-hmm. good. Which okay. is key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's about <laughs> yeah. it's about this town in Germany and everyone's connected. So it reminded me a little bit of Broadchurch in that you're meeting all these characters and mm-hmm. then you find out how they're mm-hmm. connected right. to yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. Um, a boy goes missing mm-hmm. and the town is, you know, reeling from this missing boy. And then another little boy goes missing and it's like a time, it's not a time travel thing, but it's, the premise is that they're, Time isn't linear. Oh, it's so it's really uh. interesting. That's why I wanted to keep watching to see where uh-huh. where do these kids go, or as the show puts it, when did these kids go? Okay, so good. Mm-hmm. How many episodes are there? I don't know. Is it more than one season? Mm, no, I don't think so. I don't Probably think it's like more a, than one season feels yet. Like a I think series type thing. Yeah, I think they actually might be coming out with another one that's worth looking into but it was really good it had this kind of ominous music that reminded mm-hmm. me of Dexter it was Ooh. oh yeah it was really Love good it. okay I highly suggest it dark yeah. alright now up next uh, number six that's Godless Randy which has uh, 89% from critics on Rotten Tomatoes 83% from the audience now I would admit that I out of the two options that I got mm-hmm. this one's probably the better one however they're both pretty slow and kind of dark 
but the cool the cool thing about Godless is Godless is a very different kind of western because a majority of the lead roles are played by by women. Oh, because cool. it takes place in the town called LaBelle, which is a real life place in which the entire population or the majority of the population of male citizens work in the coal mines and something happened in the coal mines and all the men who were in there died Ooh. in the span of five minutes. So oh, it's like wow. 83 men, they all died in five minutes. So this town, while it does have its, you know, it's uh, a few men here and there, it's primarily ran by, by women. It's dope. So mm. what, uh, what, what goes on is you meet this guy and who's, his name's Roy Good and he's basically this outlaw turned good guy against Jeff Daniels' character. He plays uh, Frank Griffin. He's this big outlaw. He's in charge of this whole gang. Mm-hmm. And he's and Jeff's character has raised Roy as sort of a son and a protege to take over the gang. But I, for, I've, I haven't yet seen mm-hmm. why, but Roy turns against him and decides that he no longer wants to be a part of him. He's ruining everything that his outlaws are doing. And it all comes to a climax in the beginning, in the first episode, when he basically blows off Jeff Daniels' character's arm. Like, Frank Griffin's arm is gone. And so... Uh, Frank Griffin is hellbent on finding Roy, mm-hmm. and what ends up happening is he ends up finding out that Roy's in this town with the women, with all women, mm-hmm. and they decide that oh well, this is easy. We're gonna go take over, take over that damn town, kill everybody. But <gasps> it sucks. It's bad because they're going town to town and they're murdering Jeez. everyone. They're killing in the first episode, the first <laughs> five minutes. What set the tone was before the the intro starts. It pans off to this. Uh, it pans off to the sheriff who's on his knees, basically crying. You're like, what the hell? What's going on? And the camera pans up, and they hung a kid, and the kid's oh. hanging. And it's like, oh shit! Yes. Okay, yes, godless. God <laughs> yeah, goddamn. God. But uh, basically, it's I kind of like to compare it to Westworld, where it's mm-hmm. westerns are very difficult because of the pacing, because either you have they the, can be very slow. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they have to lead up to something. It's either like the you know guns blazing pew 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 kind of western or the western that leads up to something and this is one of those that takes time you're meeting the characters they're developing and then Mm -hmm. all climaxes eventually in which the feet like the women have to fight back well you are you interested in where it goes are you going to stick with it or no i am and i mean my girlfriend's dad watched it and my girlfriend says that he said it was boring Uh uh-huh but then i also (laughs) (laughs) i also figured i also figured well maybe you know, her dad's into more of the action-y kind of stuff. Like, he doesn't want a development. Sure. He wants the action. Okay. Whereas I kind of, I'm kind of intrigued. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, this is, this is interesting. I wonder okay. where this is going to go. You know what that reminds me of? Red Dead Redemption. Have you guys played that? Yeah, yeah, Oh, uh, yeah. Because there's that group of bandits or whatever that are just going and murdering all the animals and people. And then mm-hmm. there's yeah. that scene in the video game where the person's hanging in the barn. Yeah. That sounds... When John Marston decides to fight back against his old outlaw gang. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, this movie... This movie, sorry. This show is... Uh, all, it's a limited series, so there's only seven episodes. Okay. Each is roughly, I think, about an hour. 40, oh. 40 minutes to an hour. Oh, but, you uh, can get through that. Yeah, yeah. But no it's, problem. It's, um, it's interesting. It's yeah. very, very different because, like I said, uh, Western movies primarily don't have females as lead characters. Mm-hmm. So this is cool. That's awesome. I yeah. want to check it out. You all should right. check it out. Well, up next, number two, and that is Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. It's a it's a BBC Hello. Two series. Peaky Blinders. And it stars Cillian Murphy and Sam Neill. It has a ninety five percent from critics on Rotten Tomatoes, oh. a ninety six percent from the audience. Wow. Peaky Blinders was a real life British gang, and they were a very organized gang, and they ran the streets of Birmingham, England. And the show set in the aftermath of World War One. And so the gang's leaders are the Shelby brothers, and Cillian Murphy is uh, Tommy Shelby. Uh, Sam Neill, though, he is uh, a detective sent in from Belfast to try to, you know, suppress this gang. Uh, It's still going on, 
There's a new season coming next year. It has won a BAFTA for Best Drama. That's like British, the big British yeah. awards. Mm-hmm. Um, and the series creator said there's probably going to be seven seasons total wow. because he wow. wants... But the, there's British shows, so like a season is six. That's right. very you true. It yeah. so. like, takes like two years to make. <laughs> right. Uh, he said he wants it to end with the first air raid sirens over London for oh. World War II. Oh, cool. That's awesome. So I watched the first two episodes, and my only criticism would be like the accents are a little thick at times. So you're like, okay, <laughs> you know, you kind of got to focus in. What are they saying? But um, the Shelby brothers are bookies and they run bets on the horse races. So, you know, betting, I'm all into it. And then the theme song, like I got all nipply because (laughs) the theme song (laughs) is uh, Red Right Hand by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Are you familiar with this? This was on the X-Files soundtrack. And so they play this and I'm like... I am in. Nipply. <laughs> I'm all nippling. <laughs> Wait, there's gambling and there's Nick Cave in the bad seats. Did Sign you ever see up. a show called uh, Misfits? No. Is that a British show? Same thing with the accents on that show. Yeah. I love the show, but it took me like six episodes to understand yeah. a single <laughs> damn word. Brit- no, put on the um, put on the subtitle, the Brit- captions. British yeah. episodes are hit, are hit or miss for me. Either I'm really into it or I'm like, ah, I'm good. Sherlock. So they got, you know, horse racing. They're doing that kind of gambling. There's a subplot about communism. The IRA is kind of off in the distance. They're They're starting to be a thing. So there's a lot of moving parts in Peaky Blinders. And I am hooked. Hook, line, and sinker. Solid. I'm going to watch everything involved with Peaky Blinders. Um, I'm going to watch... A series of unfortunate events first, okay, and then I'll, I'm going to commit myself to Peaky Blinders. I'm in, all in, fully committed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I am very pleased with the shows I got for this assignment because I was like, yeah. rip and rip, <laughs> so much rip. Now uh, Cameron can't say the same thing about the ranch, right? No effing way. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. <laughs> <sighs> But Cameron texted, well, you went to um, social media first. Yeah. And you hit, uh, you know, on nerding out. <laughs> that I'm said, doing my homework. We're doing this. And uh, so th- tell us about the ranch. Well, what- let me start by saying, dorky neighbor kid, Alex the Marginal, in initial B on Twitter, you're just flat wrong about the ranch. <laughs> <laughs> one of them said, love that show. Oh, yeah? Another one said, uh, the one and only said, dude, it's an actual funny ass show. Keep an open mind. Oh. Mind is closed. It's a wow. stupid ass show. Damn. <laughs> it is the worst effing thing ever. I've seen okay? the first season. If you're not familiar with the ranch, you've seen the first season? I've seen the first season. Randy, yeah. how did you make it that far? <laughs> uh, if you've never seen it, Ashton Kutcher, Danny Masterson, uh, and I would say the only saving grace of the show is the voice of Sam Elliott. Yeah. Okay. That is it. The voice of Sam. That is it. Yeah, because, you know, he has a very... He does. Know, it's very soothing. sexy. Yes. It's amazing. But everything else about the show is awful. It's a multicam sitcom on Netflix, which I do not understand. Mm, okay. Because in what world have you ever binge watched a mm. multi-camera sitcom? Uh, only if you're coming to it late. Only if you're coming into it late. Yeah. You only watch sitcoms if you're flipping through and you're like, oh, I guess, you know. Yeah. And you hear a laugh track and blah, blah, blah. Right. It's just so weird that there's a show on Netflix with a laugh track. I don't know why. It's just so weird to me. Okay. Um. So Ashton Kutcher plays this guy, Colt, mm-hmm. who is a former high school uh, and college football star who tried, who like left his family's ranch 
to try and make it in the big leagues. Okay. He did not make it in the big leagues. Okay. 15 years later, <laughs> present time, he comes back to the ranch mm -hmm. and they're like, what the hell are you doing here? Oh. And he is there, I guess, to stay for a few days to try out for a semi-pro team or whatever. I'm already out, okay? <laughs> I don't care about some has-been football player, uh -huh. number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, Ashton Kutcher, I'm sorry, you're terrible in this. Oh, uh, wow. His accent's all over the place. <laughs> Even in the first episode, his accent's all over the place. Yeah. But mostly it's his normal voice in the first episode. Okay. okay? Uh -huh. um, and so when he comes home... They're all like, what are you doing here? Uh, and they act like they hate him because he like screwed up right. trying to be a football player. Okay. But and he left really, them, I guess. Yeah, yeah but they really hate them. him. But, I, but yeah. then his brother uh -huh. likes him, but then they go and get a beer with him like they're buddies, but they hate him. <laughs> I don't understand. Okay. And then there's a whole mom character who's like the bartender and the ex-wife of the dad, but uh -huh. they're still sleeping together. Yeah. So I don't understand that plot line. Okay. But I want to play you a clip real quick because this is the... <laughs> this is the wow this is the great humor okay. that you get from the ranch here's just a little clip this is after Ashton Kutcher pulls his arms out of a of a cow's butthole oh okay <laughs> oh my here, god well not a butthole oh. uh, here we go oh god I don't think washing helped at all yeah that smell never really goes away you know my advice is when it comes to putting body parts into livestock you always want to use the same arm this one is for pregnant cows and constipated horses this one, for eating, whistling, and shaking hands. Unless I don't like the guy, and then he use this one. <laughs> yeah, that was not the vagina I thought I'd be in tonight. Uh, you know, all in all, it was a good day. It's so horrible. Wow. There, first of all, do you hear the black voids in between? I do. Yeah. I heard in that little... In between the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and all the dialogue is like that. It's so stilted. Yeah. It's so effing weird. And then I also was like, okay, so if you watch the whole episode mm -hmm. or the second episode of season one, mm -hmm. Ashton Kutcher's mainly pretty much doing his own voice, just regular Ashton. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of curious generally about what happens in the show, like when you get to season five or whatever it is, right? 3.2 or I don't know mm -hmm. how Netflix says it because the ranch sucks. Sorry, ranch. <laughs> Uh, sorry, everybody on Twitter. It's awful. <laughs> so I went and skipped ahead to check in to see what happened with the show. And first of all, it's barely watchable because it is darker than F. I thought something was wrong with my TV. I checked my oh, phone. Oh, really? My computer. It's so weird. Okay. It's it's literally so weird. I Googled it and people are like, what is wrong with the production of The Ranch? They need to turn a light on. <laughs> so listen to what happens to Ashton Kutcher's really good accent okay. in uh, season five. I don't want your pregnant. You got weird cravings so i got peanut butter pickles mustard skull i'm good oh thank god that's my last can <laughs> peanut butter pickles and that wasn't a, a put on for her that's no. how he talks in season was, five I, that's what i thought of because he's this is when he's talking to his like girlfriend wife love interest whatever right i would know if i watched more um it, it, and i was like okay maybe he's just putting it on but then his dad goes by and he's like all right sir pap and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, geez. So bad. Jeez. Uh, Randy, fun. do you like it? Joint fun. Now, see, the reason why I even watched it was I had just gotten off of uh, like a whole binge of that 70s show. Yeah. And so then I sure. saw the announcement for the ranch and I was like, oh. Hell yeah. Yes. Hyde yeah. and Kelso. I get why you'd be interested. And then I watched it and I just. It was it was too cheesy for me. This it seemed like a show that like one of the major networks gave a shot to, and you're sitting there like, right. why? And then it got canned, you know. So wow, I, I didn't. It sounds like it should be on CBS. 
Yes, I, I want to say I, I wanted to say that, but I, yeah, I don't want to be. Is it, was, is it written by Chuck Lorre? <laughs> I don't. It's, honestly, I don't so, it's like it should be. It's like two broke girls level. Like yeah, like why the hell is this even a thing? I think it's worse than anything I've like, ever. Like why seen was this CBS? not burned in the fire? I agree. It has but, a seventy percent from critics on Rotten Tomatoes and an eighty-four from the audience. I don't understand. I mean, I guess if you have the if you're in the right mood, you can find it funny, what, quote unquote. High? Yeah. But <laughs> legally dead. So high you can't move <laughs> to change it. <laughs> but I think I think this is one of those shows where you watch it and then you think to yourself, it's like, wow, Netflix really will give anything a shot. I yeah. should pitch a TV show. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good point, 100%. too. 100%. Because That's you watch The too. Ranch and you're like, what the hell is this thing? Oh, one more thing. Uh-huh. The opening titles suck. Oh. <laughs> like, is it been, like, you know it's like, so weird. Uh-huh. So it's just like random shots with crossfades yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the theme song, it doesn't have an ending. It just, it's like, okay, if you're in, if I started playing a song right now and then like 30 seconds in, I just started doing a super slow fade down. Oh, interesting. In the middle of the song. Okay. It's like, it's like they didn't it's even try. So, it, mm-hmm. it is. It's like, oh, oh, Bill, we need a theme song. Grab the theme song. We need to put it in the edit. That's oh, what it wow. feels like. Sorry, huh, the ranch. Right. Okay. No, so, but, yeah. not continuing on with the ranch. <laughs> no. I don't think any yeah. of us will continue on no. with the ranch. No. Sorry about you. <laughs> I'm glad I put that in the mix. Yeah, uh, me too. Yeah. I thought this was a good time. <laughs> we'll have to try this again sometime. This yeah. is fun. You know, watch some more shows. Maybe watch a Hulu or an Amazon yeah. Prime. Mm, Courtney, speaking of Hulu. I know. Looks like they're going to bring back. <laughs> Veronica Mars I'm for so a limited run. Excited. Kristen Bell, creator Rob Thomas are on board. Mm-hmm. I like the crowdfunded movie they did uh, a few years ago. Yeah. Um, Veronica Mars started my love affair with Kristen Bell. I love her so much that I watched Frozen wow. and Bad Mom's Christmas. <laughs> wow. Oh. How many people can say that? I didn't see the Christmas one. In this room. I did watch Bad Mom's. Bad Mom's Christmas. I love you, Kristen You're Bell. You're so but, brave. But damn. And oh god, I didn't even watch Christmas on a plane. Like I watched it in my living room. Oh no! Um, Did you watch it in 4K? No. <laughs> uh, no. So uh, yeah, very very excited. So excited that there's gonna be some more Veronica Mars. Yay! Oh yeah. Uh, we're Rip. gonna be on vacation next week. So yay for that. Rip. We will be Rip. back with that uh, game. I've been promising to bring out. Did I tell you guys it is a takeoff on Cards Against Humanity? Oh, no, no, you didn't tell us. Really? You refused okay. to give us any details. Fun. That's Yay. the little hint. It is a takeoff on Cards Against Humanity. I'm in. And we'll be playing that uh, next time around. Uh, so be sure you guys know when new episodes drop by following us on social. That is Nerdin' Out LA on Facebook and Twitter. Hit back at Cameron yes. on a social <laughs> for that <laughs> review of the ranch that yes, he loved. Let me know. Uh, we're also on Instagram at uh, Nerdin' Out. Uh, in the meantime, you know, get caught up on everything that's good out there. Everything, apparently, but the ranch. <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you next time. That was Nerdin' Out with Ravy. Remember to store this episode in a bag with an acid-free board and put your retainer in when you go to sleep. Until next time.